Hello and welcome to the Master of Mediocrity podcast. The brothers are back for a third week in a row. We call this the three Pete. We're back at it. We're back in action. Fraser, how are you? Good, man. Living. <laughs> Fraser's living. Uh, so, Fraser, I, uh, I called you this week. I think it was this weekend. Yeah. And I was really excited to talk to you about what I did. But then I was like, shoot, I got to say this for the podcast because you're about to be very excited. Um, and you have no idea cause I didn't spill the beans in any way. Um, so this past weekend I went curling. Oh, nice. So Rochester has a curling club that is like way more legit than you'd ever think. And I think we need to do it as like a family or something. Cause it would be absolutely hilarious. I'm down. Um, basically what if you're thinking you ever think of like the you know the bull moose club or like one of those like really goofy like men's only after if they're after they're a boy scout they go do this american legion or whatever well it looks like that but then with like a super high-end ice rink in the back high-end ice rink it's like insanely nice yeah like really awesome bright lights they have like cameras that are uh, that are connected to monitors that are on both ends that, sh- that you can look at for when you shoot your shot where it actually ends up oh nice they have like an intercom system or like a, a system that can you know go over the whole thing audio wise they have video systems uh to show back in the clubhouse the shots they have all sorts of i dude it was high end like shit it was crazy and they were trying to like pimp it out and stuff. They were like, you know, you guys should all come. You guys should come back. Like, you should become members. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. There's no way I'm doing this. But um, I, it was so much fun. And it was so much harder than you'd think. Not enough to become a member, though. No. It, it like, what, I, dude, I don't have time. I don't got time to be a member yeah. for curling. Also, there's nothing, not a more depressing thing than like curling by yourself. Like that. It's some boring, like that's boring. It's, it's kind of like doing a, um, like, would you go and pay for and do a escape room by yourself? Mm. But you would do it as a group because it's really fun as a group. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get it as it, it being a group activity, but I would say going curling is more similar to like going bowling alone or going golfing as a single. Like, golfing, I wouldn't really say an true. A- you know, an escape room. You, you, you're just not going to do that. But I, I see what you're saying. It's it's a it's a better group activity than a singles activity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just so hard. So, uh, well, I was there's a few things I was really shocked by. The first thing that I thought would be awesome in everyday life is they have these little booty covers that are like rubber, and they go on the bottom of any pair of shoes, and that allows the people that are sweeping with the broom to basically run on the ice if they need to. They're insane. They're so grippy. They're the coolest thing I've ever seen. You would love them. Like, I feel like you would like to have them on your shoes to first off, keep them cleaner. And also you could walk even more safely outside in the Northeast. Seems like a win all around. Yeah, you're in on those. Um, What else? Oh, second thing I didn't realize. was that the entire ice rink is basically they clean it off, shave it, and then they take a sprinkler and sprinkle water on the top of the ice so that it's got little bumps all over it. And that allows the stone that you throw to 
glide across it because if it was flat, it would just stop, right? Because of if 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 the object is flat, like that stone is flat, it wouldn't slide the way it's supposed to. But if it has little bumpies on top, why well, the... and why? Because of surface area, <laughs> friction nice. and surface area. That's yeah, interesting. So, I didn't really think yeah. about it, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, and then what was it? Let's Oh, the fun fact, I feel like you would find this really interesting. Every one of the stones so that you throw, those circular stones, is all um, sourced from the same island in Scotland. So every curling stone across the entire world is from this place in Scotland. And then all they do is they have this little disc on the bottom that they replace. So this, so the big thing doesn't change, but you can take a disc off the bottom and then you replace that bottom and then you're good to go and you keep using it. So those stones last like forever, but it's a finite resource, right? Like at a certain point, there's going to be no rock at that island, I guess. Like in theory, it just runs out, right? But how many people are curling? Yeah, that's yeah. the big, it's like, yeah. it's, this isn't like mass production of curling stones. You know, it's <laughs> like, there's this one curling place in Rochester, you know, there's a bunch in Alaska, you know, you know, a grand total, how many rocks do you think there are? Like maybe what, 3,000, you know, under 10,000 curling stones. Let's look this up. How many curling stones are made? In existence. If I had to guess, I'd say under 10,000. I don't know if this is a Googleable thing. It's definitely not a bing. I don't think thing. it is. You should probably bing it. I change. I have to change my. I've just never changed my setting. You, you have Bing. You use Bing currently, not on purpose. Do you just I, go to Bing and type in Google? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I go in the address bar. Um, mm. There's an estimated 1.5 uh, million players in curling. So I'm assuming there's probably at least that many stones, right? Oh, stop it. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> Dude. Dude, there's no way. The uh, the rink definitely provides stone. Yeah. Like people aren't loading up their van with like six stones. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, that seems like a commercial thing. It doesn't seem like that's like... um. 1.5 maybe 1.5 million people have curled i don't <laughs> i don't know about there's 1.5 active a re- curlers that's a, yeah a reoccurring number from only two quarries in the whole world scotland and wales oh they opened it up uh, it seems ex- like maybe whoever gave you the uh the course rundown might have been a little dated in the information that they gave you. I don't know. That was a random Google search too. So who knows if that's correct either. Yeah, true. But uh, it would be, it's a lot of fun. I had uh, the thing that was really difficult was the sweeping that like you like brush the brushing back and forth. It's so difficult. And I feel like it has almost zero impact. Like it has maybe a little impact, but if you threw it too hard, that shit was gone. You had no shot. That shit was hitting the back. It's over. But if you threw it kind of soft, then it was like, I guess, more valuable. But also, you're supposed to put spin on it on purpose. So it spins into the spot you want it to go. It doesn't go straight necessarily. It's insane. Things you wouldn't know until they teach you. You hold your hand. You know how bowling, you, you hold your hand 
straight and then you bring it up to like a handshake position so it's palm in front of you to handshake if in curling you have it at 10 o'clock and they then you turn your hand on release to noon or you hold it at two o'clock and on your release you go back to noon Mm -hmm. 12 o'clock so it's like a little spin but that spin goes down the whole ring it's fun um but very hard very hard to be good at too what positions did you play so there's there are positions i know that's why i asked (laughs) i forgot the name let me look up the curling positions i played the quarterback because my back started hurting too bad and i couldn't do the sweeping part (laughs) oh really yeah it's like the you're basically like bending down and i was like hey do you have a, a room for taller people they said no I said, that's shot. Like, they gave me this tiny little broom. They're like, oh, you're supposed to really bend down on it and push down really close to the ground. I'm like, well, I can't. So I I was the skip. Uh, skip. I was the skip. Um, I think. Yeah, skip. So basically, that's it seems like that's the fourth of the positions. You're the one who calls out the shots and tells them where to go. Like, I want you to shoot it here with this spin. You put out an arm for which spin you want it. Um, and you point your little thingy at where you want them to put it. Um, and uh, then you're, and then you're the hammer at the end. You're the last person, um, to, to, so each person goes in order. They do two stones at a time. And then the last person, uh, does the two stones. So obviously the last two stones are the most important because, um, you're the one who decides like who wins. You could clear the space or yeah. 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 yeah or you like have more you, control. And it gets it's scored like bocce. So like the mo the more you have close to the center compared to the other person wins. Makes sense. Yeah. I had one shot where I had my last shot. Where so it was, you know, so they had their their last shot. They bowled a per, whatever ice curled a perfect shot that basically knocked one of ours out and then put theirs right in the center. And then I went and I went and, and he was all excited and i was like oh boy and so i i curled and i hit his and boinked his out completely and i got us like two or three points instead of him getting one so i was i was pretty psyched on that nice. I, yeah and then Who I did walked. you do this with was <laughs> this it, like a work thing or yeah with rock climbing the rock climbing uh, gym fine. yeah i walked it off like i've done it before you know you just gotta pretend like mm, it's whatever you, know? you gotta yeah that's that's the cool way to do things um, but yeah, it was with the, the rock climbing people. Um, it was really fun. Yeah. But yeah, again, uh, it, uh, it's fun in a group and it's fun when it's free. Those are the two things I, uh, I liked like shuffleboard. I really like shuffleboard. I would never pay for shuffleboard. <laughs> if shuffleboard is in front of me, I'm going to play it. I'd pay for shuffleboard. I'd pay for curling. I've never done curling, but I would pay for it for sure. You would? I guess I would pay for it in a group. I don't, wouldn't pay for it on my own. Yeah. Like it's like a membership. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm a member at the shuffleboard spot. No. Like, if someone's I'm, like, hey, it's, you know, three bucks a game. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, man. Yeah. For like, like bowling. Exactly. Like if it's like bowling, you know, you pay for your shoes or whatever. Yeah, that's true. I'm in. So we're going to have to have a Kessel Ring family curl off and it would be the funniest thing ever. Um, Count me in. All right. The other thing then on the on the docket, we our favorite. uh our favorite Kring Point State Park 
general store is closing after 10 great years. Their managers, I don't they, know their name. They yeah. had to have been open longer than 10 years. I think they, they might have been someone else who owned uh, them. Yeah, before them. Because they're they're reaching out to people to see if anyone else wants it. They said that in the direct, they said PM them, which I thought was funny because you you would DM them. But that makes a lot of personal sense. Personal message. Personal. I got personal message, but I'm like, maybe direct message. PM me. That's PM a me. Facebook thing. <laughs> That's a Facebook thing. It was on Facebook that I saw the announcement, but I'm sad. That place is the GOAT. Like, the place was so much fun. And yeah. to see it, like, like, I just hope it's open next year. You know, I hope it's open for the years to come, you know? It hasn't been open really. I mean, we, we've seen Dude. it very infrequently because they close early. Yeah, we would keep it open. If we owned it, we'd keep it open like two weeks later. Yeah. Purely because that's when we would want to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but this so place anyone to- in the Thousand Islands area yeah. who's looking to become a small business owner, uh, great opportunity for you. Um, there's about a 50 square foot shack. Uh, at the entrance of K Ring State Park, uh, that has extremely overpriced goods and fudge um, that you could become an owner of. And it's not, you're not in it for the money, you're just in it for the relationships. Um, so if that sounds appealing to you, um, please PM us and we will put you in touch with the, with the people who are in charge with the current, uh, current store. Yeah. So, Frage, if you were to add, if you know anything or change anything about the general store, um, besides what it would stay open till, what would that be? Throw a griddle in there and just make like deli sandwiches, chopped cheese, you know, you, whatever, whatever you want. Um, I feel like that that could be a big, you know, there's no food around there really. There's no mm-hmm. restaurants. Mm-hmm. So I think if you could just open up like a little, you know, what, what's deli meat cost, you know. <laughs> we make we make sandwiches that's it yeah just make sandwiches hot sandwiches you like hot yeah hot is like next level like if you can make a hot sandwich that's kind of better dude can you imagine rolling up there getting a breakfast breakfast sammy that that i mean that sounds pretty nice if you don't feel like getting the fire going at first thing in the morning to make a a breakfast sandwich you just roll down the the k ring state park yeah grab yourself a you know, bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah. I feel like they have a good built-in audience because there's the there's the people that are camping at the campsite. They have the people from Alex Bay. If they want to come out to get a chopped cheese, that's if it if it's good, right? They can come there. Yeah. And then uh they have that the trailer community that's like vacationers, you know. That that's a huge built-in audience. So I think yeah. that's great. You keep the ice cream, they got the ice mm-hmm. cream rolling. Um you keep all the goods. You got to have the goods there. You can maybe pare down the goods slightly. Yeah. Um, Just start selling Kratom. <laughs> start selling Kratom and CBD. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, that's a smart plan. That would work real well. That's just what all turn, the guests Turn it, it really into a smoke just, shop. Really. It just needs to turn it itself into a full-on bodega, really, is what <laughs> needs to bod- happen. Yeah, right. Yeah, be a bodega. Like, don't be just, like, a little corner store, like, weird, musky poop candies. You know what I mean? Like, have stuff. Musky is a fish, by the way. Musky is a fish, and they're, yeah. But um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, I don't know. What would you do? What would be your adjustment, I would say, to the store? I don't know. Those are really good. 
the kratom one specifically it's so so stupid <laughs> um i'd have fraser run a dollar cost average <laughs> see what actually you're making money on and double down legitimately i would sell way more i'd sell more merch i'd have had have higher merch because we love their Ooh, merch nice. and I, honestly i think we should look into buying their uh their you know logo stuff or like buy the thing so we can just keep printing off our own uh k-ring country store shirts i don't even think we have to buy that i think it'd be pretty easy to steal honestly <laughs> like it's not a very intense <laughs> logo you, you could very easily just take a picture and you know magic lasso it take out all the background and there you go good to go but i don't know i don't know how you i don't know the moves anymore for um photoshop but that used no, to be no i know it's just that's a good point no magnetic lasso <laughs> yeah that's definitely not how i go about it um if i was to um but yeah no i i'm trying to think of like is there any other like good, i think your your deli meats option was like a really good idea i'm wondering what you can like double down on like what is what is in that area that you could be doing better Maybe maybe like live music off the side would be cool. Oh, Max. Okay, so hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. You got to build an amphitheater for that. Not really. So hear me out. Okay, so I went to this campgrounds last year across the street from Darien Lake. And they had live music every once in a while you know, local people that played in bands that were pretty decent, you know, there's pretty, it's pretty easy to get a decent band. I'd say, you know, there's a lot of people playing locally in Rochester, local in, in, uh, I was in Darien Lake. So, you know, I'm sure there's people in Watertown that are fine. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's yeah, people who's coming that... up from Watertown to continue. Let me, it's not that far. So all you would have to set up is, you know, a station outside for the music to be played out of so speakers right speakers that are in like a locked case or whatever like a little shed that you could pull out for when they're coming to play um you run electrical to it and you just set up some benches some just flat benches for people to show up to and that brings the people in and then you sell them the sandwiches you sell them the hot dogs you have a, have on a spinner or whatever mm -hmm. you know or you sell do those on the grill hot dogs are easy you just do hot dogs and hamburgers and then uh, your ice cream. And you do this every so often at night. I think that really would bring people in. Just yeah. live music. People love live, live music. music, even if it sucks. People Friday like, oh, night, show live up. music, yeah. yeah. And then you ha tell the, the campground to have it, uh, you know, okay, can we post our live music every whatever? You have that. I'm sure there's a section to the side you can make into that. Like, they have that grass spot on the side. I think that could be kind of cool. It's yeah. an idea. I'm not hey, mad you, at it. You just you just pay the artist, you know, hundred bucks or so, or you, or you get them in for free. You know, say hey, we'll give you a spot to play. You know, get some more experience and blah blah. blah. All right, so I got one for you now. You got mm -hmm. my mind running a little bit with the with <laughs> the campsite. Yep. So what you do is you just get a food cart. You're already there. Yo! All you gotta do is load it up bike that thing around the campsite and you're selling water can't people you don't people don't even have to come to you you're like you're the truck just guy you're the, the yep. firewood guy just like the firewood guy 
dude that's the best idea you just do it like a um like a golf cart like the like sure. the what's the golf cart girl like that you know cart girl cart girl yeah i'm sure it's not supposed it. to be that anymore but yeah uh like you that's said what they cart- are still because there's no cart boys <laughs> yeah I've, I've never seen one um, From, yeah but you do a cart girl setup where you have that that cart with the back of it with you have coolers with drinks in it you have some extra things you know sells well um dude that is probably the best idea you've ever come up with and to whoever owns that place next we will tell them that idea because it is so good they have to do it one of our three listeners has to buy that store with the number of great ideas we've given them (laughs) i i think some are better than others johnny you're johnny (laughs) i think your idea is is the best so far and i think my idea was probably the worst so far and that's okay i liked your idea though it's It's all all about volume dude just get volume out there yeah, I like put- the idea of having some live events, though. You know, who knows? Yeah, I'm sure. Tr- my the only market- thing, I like yeah. the idea. I just don't know logistically with their mm-hmm. setup that they have if they could support live music. But I like the idea of having live music there. I think the idea fun. is you got to get people to come there that yeah. don't that aren't going to be there. like. How do you get more people there? And yeah, I guess that's my oh, first other than outside of the campground, outside of the campground, or outside, or that people that are at the campground that normally wouldn't go. They'd be like, well, we'll might as well go. It's free, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, free music, um, free, free music Fridays. Free music Fridays. Love it. Um, all right. I think that's all the stupid things. I was like, Fridge, we need to talk about these stupid things. Are there any stupid things you want to talk about? <sighs> um, I bought a bunch of new plants this weekend. Yeah, oh, nice. I'm pretty excited about. Repotted them. So, sweet new plant dad. I was uh, I was trying to do a fantasy draft for uh, I'll get to this this will be relevant in a second uh, fantasy uh, League of Legends draft and while I was doing that well it didn't end up working but while I was doing that Nicole went around and she categorized all of our plants she took a photo of each one of them and categorized them and put them into a sheet and showed when you're supposed to water them oh and then she also propagated like three more plants. We have like seven uh, money trees, I think. Yep, money tree. Propagation station. Look at nice. it. Prop- no, it's not propagation. So what do you do? You just cut it and put it in water? Yeah, and then it grows like little roots, and then you put and then the you roots plant in that. something else. Yeah. I don't know exactly like like which ones like actually work like that, but I don't know. She seems to be doing well. We got this whole station. I won't pick it up because it'll fall over. Yeah, are, um, are all of your plants just in this one room? Yeah, yeah dude, this is a plant room, dude. We have so many freaking plants. You see that big ass one in the corner? Yeah, the thing looks so sad, That's but it's rig. like it's kind of always like that. <laughs> like it's yeah. never looked different. Then we got the uh, you got all these right here. Got the we got one of these and snake it's pro- plant. And it's propagating the snake plants propagating over here. More money tree. Uh-huh, add more money tree, and then um and then the money trees over there um that one got nicole uh got aggressive with it it seems like it needed it we do have some plants out there too and in the kitchen i guess we got a lot of plants We're, they're adding up love plants so i usually just water stuff when it feels dry um <laughs> i know i'm curious so like yeah. i know that there's like schedule i mean it seems to be like 
I don't know what it's supposed to be. Nicole does it all. Okay. She just goes, hey, you haven't watered them in a while. I go, I'm not watering them. You need to water them. Because <laughs> I ever watered them. It's I, yeah, so yeah. fun. I just don't think about them. I just like, oh, oh really? these are, I just go, oh, I like oh, these. These are nice. And then I'm like, okay, nice. I just look at them and I go, okay, cool. And then I just leave them. I don't know. I, oh, I really I'm should. Fiddling with them. <laughs> I should deal with them more. Uh, I should deal with them more. Um, like actually uh, water them once in a while. But I don't, the problem is like, you know how some people might accidentally feed their dog twice? I don't you would accidentally it. feed the plant twice. Yeah. You, that's when you just feel it. Like you just feel the soil a little bit. You yeah. go down a little bit. If it's like, you know, if it's damp, you know, mm-hmm. leave it a little bit. I usually just let things get dried out and then I water it. Mm. Um, so it usually ends up being like once a week. Yeah, I think that's about right. I think we do it about once, twice a week, yeah. I guess. But we got lots. Of, some people are like huge plants. Like they got plants. Oh, we got a we got aloe plant up there too. Damn, you seem like you got a lot of plants though. I know. I like I think we just went out and bought a few and then they keep adding up. Like that one my friend had, but he moved to Miami and he was like, I'm selling everything. I'm like, Are you selling that plant? He goes, sure. I go, 20. He's like, what about 20 bucks? I'm like, sure. Plants are expensive. So so 20 bucks. I was like, yeah, dude. Like I'll pot and plant 20 bucks. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, he's not he can't move it with him. What are you going to do with a plant? So it's like, I'd rather have 20 bucks in that plant. Yeah, we so. spent nearly $300 on plants and pots this weekend. Holy moly. We got one. What's your favorite? <sighs> this is probably so exciting to listen to, but I'm I'm actually... I don't know. Curious. They're all my favorite. Um, I <laughs> love all, your all my plants. They're all my plant babies. This one's probably the one that I'm the most proud of because it was like legally dead Whoa. for a while. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's just like a big palm frond thing. I don't really know what I, that's the other thing is like, I got to learn the names of this shit. Um, and then the Latin names. Yeah. But anyway, so that thing was like dead for a while. Yo, that thing and was I have so nursed dead. it back to health. <laughs> Yo, and now it brown. is thriving. Yeah. Every one of the leaves like was brown at the ends. And now we're almost they, so only. Uh, like five or six little things live at a time. And then, you know, when a new one comes up, the one on the outside kind of dies. So we're down to one last shite leaf, you know, with the brown edges. It's been like a, almost like a, it's been a three and a half year journey. <laughs> so uh, the journey. fact that that thing is alive, I don't know. Oh, this thing is also one of my favorites. It's a, it's so ugly. Yo, it's killing it though. It's coming back to life. So it, this thing, I had to literally chop it in half. Like the whole plant was like getting all flimsy and white. And I'm like, I don't know what is going on. I need to just like nuke it. And then we'll see if we can get it to come back to life. So I chopped everything off except for one, <laughs> one stem. <laughs> one little baby. Yep. And it's it's slowly coming back to life and I can't wait to see it um, prosper, but it's doing great. So this is the other one that I really like that has almost been thrown out a couple of times, but <laughs> it's still alive. And then so, this one over uh, here, let me see. Yeah, let's see. Oh yeah. I got this one. We got this from a, uh, a, uh, a raffle. 
you have a raffle for a plant? What a silly yeah. raffle. Yeah, it, it was a uh, local uh, garage sale, Seven Hill Garage Sale. And we bought this. But the garage sale did a raffle? I've never heard of this garage so, sale raffle So, yeah, system. we bought this little cacti. Oh, it's sick. It's like it's little so bumpies. Cute. Yeah. So this thing, it's doing well. It's hard to tell, honestly, how much it's grown. But I know that it's not dead yet. So... <laughs> That's pretty much what you go off of. Um, so I bought that and it was like, I don't know, like five bucks or something like that or eight bucks. It was eight bucks for the cactus and like the, the pot uh, or seven, seven. That's what it was. I was like, um, like, I don't really want the change. He's like, oh, you can put it into a raffle. I'm like, OK, how much is a raffle? He's like, it's a dollar a ticket. I'm like, all right, perfect. Like three dollars. Here's three bucks or whatever. Yo, I'm doing right a there. raffle. That's such a good idea. Yeah, so I didn't even really think about it. We could do that at the K-Ring uh, State yep. Park also, mm-hmm. Raffles. Um, Good point. So I was like, oh, I didn't really think about it. And we were farting around. And then I get a call. Um, he's like, hey, you know, you guys won the whatever plant. I was like, really? He's like, yep. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll come pick it up. But, the, you know, the thing probably cost 50, 60 bucks. So at some for, point yeah. for three dollars for pretty sizable plant um but yeah i like the raffle that's so fun yeah i know it was a good idea so i'll, I'll i'm excited to go to him next year and maybe get some more plants yeah hopefully he does another raffle um, yeah every day i wake up and i count and i look to see every day he, pretty much every day i wow. look at it and i see like oh how are all the little guys doing in there that's crazy every day hey man don't watch you're not supposed to watch plants grow like that you're supposed to let them let them do their own thing for a day or two that's okay um see okay so your love of plants i don't have a dog yet or a kid so it's true you're okay so your love of of your plants reminds you of a story about nicole and nicole probably won't mind me sharing this story Mm -hmm. so uh when nicole was young she had fish and she loved her fish and she had this tank and everything. It was all set up and it was awesome. And so one day they were trying to leave, uh, then go to school or whatever. And Nicole comes out and she, he has her entire arm up to her elbow, all wet. They're like, what is going on with your, el- like, why is your whole elbow wet? Go change. That, fear, that, that happened twice. And her mom goes, what is going on? What are you doing? Nicole had been putting her whole arm in the fish tank and petting her fish because she had loved them so much. But then all the fish died because she had been petting them. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so because she loved her fish too much and they all died. <laughs> so sad. That sounds like me and my plants. I'm going to love them too much and they're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. She's just a young kid, elbow all the way up to her elbow wet, just petting her fish. It's so funny. Too funny. We also went to the zoo this weekend and her, for her love of animals, she was running, she was walking back and forth with the bit, with the tiger because the tiger likes to pace back and forth and she felt bad for it. So she was walking back and forth. I can't go to, to a zoo, with the tiger. <laughs> the tiger's the only one that makes me sad. The other ones I feel okay about. I, I only animals I want to see in a zoo. They got to be missing limbs. They can't be, they can't be. They can't be able to live in the wild. You know what I mean? Like, like if they're capable to live in the wild, they should. I don't know. But what about natural selection and like, you know, 
like if some animals are just like going to go extinct, are you okay with that? Or should we try and save them by putting them in zoos and helping the breeding population? Like how much, uh, how much human interference do you believe there should be in oh. conservation like that? I guess. Oh, I'm well, that's a bigger topic, much, but I'm as fuck. I'm fine with as much intervention as pop. You know what I mean? Like, you know, to like a reasonable amount, you know, yeah. you know, don't go out and catch every fucking, you know, whatever i don't think they're catching that... anything anymore by the way i think that's kind of a loss they don't yeah that's, that's not a thing it's more they have the animals that they've had for a long time and they are breeding ones that are of concern so like for example there's two new um baby red pandas at the seneca park zoo and the red pandas are obviously an endangered species so they're obviously trying to increase the population and then I'm assuming some of them are going to get let go, you know, as they increase it. Um, but I'm not entirely sure, but I guess I think that, yeah, I agree. There should be, I, uh, I'm a, yeah, it's yeah. Go ahead. I, I mean, it's like, again, like what, what is the point of the zoo, right? Are the animals there just for our enjoyment or are they there? Is that like, a place specifically to help. I don't know enough about zoos. I don't study. I don't, it just, yeah. for, I, I don't like the idea of anything being constrained or constricted, mm -hmm. you know, by, by being forced by people, you know, whether it be like, you know, people being fucking put in jail or mm -hmm. uh, you're just like don't prisons, anything. <laughs> I don't like any of that. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> let that's not be how free. they want to live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's restrictions like zoos there's restrictions like hunting, right? Because hunting, they do like in, especially in the United States, they have a conservation system that recognizes how many animals are in a certain area and how many animals is too many, especially if there's too many predators or whatever. And they have keep a calculation of that. But if there was no human interference in the first place, as far as building all this shite, there probably wouldn't need to be yeah. uh, any human interference as far as, or, you know, humans killing all the buffalo kind of thing. Like, if that didn't happen, we wouldn't need to do all this nonsense after. So, I don't know. It's an interesting topic in general. We don't yeah. have to really get into it, but. You got into it. You're the one who got into it. <laughs> I don't know. I brought it up. because I, I mean, we can. I'm down to keep yeah. talking about it. But uh, I think it's a chicken or the egg scenario a little bit where it's like. Did do we need to have these conservation efforts because humans have so had so much impact on the world or we just live with it and the, it just goes how it goes, you know, and there's just gotta be some rules in there somewhere. Yeah. But where, does know, zoos fit, but where does zoos fit in on that? I guess is, is where it comes down to. And I think you're right. That's, I think you may have kind of danced around the point, but the fact that zoos are zoos around to entertain us or are they around for conservation or are they just around for entertainment, but they say they're there for conservation. I think that happens a significant amount. Yeah. They, they want to keep stay in business. They want to uh, stay around and to be able to facilitate that. They need to say it's all for conservation efforts. Yeah, is it like just an image thing, like, or is it really there? You're there for conservation. I, I don't like, know. Actually, like, like some some probably yeah, are. Yeah, and then it's just like it, I mean, it probably is dependent on each zoo, right? Yeah. Like, 
um, how they go about creating the habitats, you know, the size that they have, you know, the square footage, all that yeah. stuff, you know, probably plays into it. And I don't know what, I don't know, but then it's just like, well, if you have a dog, like that's, you know, you just, you can just keep kind of going down that. Oh, like, cause they're restricted because yeah, because they don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Annie would love to be outside 24 seven, mm-hmm. never come in, never listen to anyone. She is, she, her plan is to do what she wants. Uh, especially with the snow outside. Oh my gosh. She's like, why would I come in when there's snow outside? Snow is the best. You're ruining all of my fun with me and my snow. And I'll play. I, Dad sent me a picture today of Blaze out in the snow. That's messed up. I didn't get the picture. That's okay. Well, you could go see him. <laughs> I guess that's true. Um, speaking of dog lovers, uh, Clay Thompson, did you watch the game? Of course. What were your thoughts? I'm happy he's back. I think it's going to take a little bit for the offense to kind of, um click uh you know he's on a minutes restriction um but like 25 minutes or so it's not like that bad no it's it's not that bad but um i don't think he even hit that hit his first game back um it looked a little he looked a little rusty um i like that he was aggressive that he was getting to the basket but um i don't know if his legs are underneath him fully he just missed a lot of shots that i feel like he would normally hit um but he wasn't afraid to take his shot no. <laughs> uh, at all. And he wasn't afraid to get to the basket, which I was really happy with and, and wasn't sure about just, you know, two, two pretty significant leg injuries. And, you know, he, he's driving hard. He had that one dunk where he, he threw it down pretty nice. Um, oh, I think it was against pretty Jared nice. Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Where he, he crossed him over and then went in traffic. Uh, I was erupted out of my seat when I saw oh, that. Yeah. I jumped up easily. Yeah. Easily. Well, I okay. So I've realized I need to watch more sporting events by myself, um, because it's too different. I like want to go to my parents' house or somewhere else, and or our parents' house, sorry, and uh, and watch a sporting event. But either I can't get the the game on their TV, um, or someone's talking about something, or I you know, or I just can't get as excited as I want to be. So I might start watching more games by myself. <laughs> that sounds sad. <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, that gives you a chance to fully immerse yourself in the game. I, yeah. I, you know, I don't really like watching Packers game, like good Packers games. Like I'm not trying to mm-hmm. go to a bar to watch a Packers game. Like yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to hear some idiot talk about, you know, why they should have punted on third down or something. You yeah. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, it's just different. It's a different experience watching a game by yourself or, or with people who are there to just watch the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah uh happy he's back um that's what what were your thoughts this is exactly what i thought i thought he was actually getting to the right spots for the most part i thought his form looks good still i think his his legs still look decent you know he's still playing decent i think everything was there that i like about clay thompson it felt like he was like a, a a rough rock that just needs to get all his edges smooth smooth like everything just needs to get smoothed out for him you know and i think that's just gonna happen by playing like erosion you know what I mean? Like he did, it'll happen eventually over time. He just needs uh, more reps. Um, got to go on a Dremel. You like my erosion analogy? Erosion is good. Do you like the Dremel analogy? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Love a Dremel tool. They're great. 
Well, what's the Shout what's out. the big thing? That's a Dremel, right? That spins and rocks go in and smooth it out. I'm almost positive. I think it's They're- a tumbler. Dremel tool is the thing that you add the different uh, types of heads I'm on. Of and something make, else. Yeah. What's the thing that you put rocks in? Rock tumbler. It's a rock, rock. tumbler. Oh, uh, really? Yo, that shit was so popular. Oh, I know. Day. National Geographic rock tumbler starter kit. Yep. That's what you're getting for. That's where you're getting for your birthday. I wanted one of those so bad. Dude, and then so it was bad. Like, then it was like, oh, put your rocks in for three months. And I was like, what? <laughs> three months i'll have a shiny rock fuck that is that how long it actually takes i think it takes a long time for it to to smooth out okay but where do you get your rocks do you only get their predetermined rocks or do you (laughs) stupid that's so stupid where do you get the rocks from do you get your own rocks or do they give you rocks? it looks like you get some pretty sick pendants though (laughs) after the fact yeah dude Hey, Katie, I think we need one of these. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> don't worry. You don't need it. I'm getting for your birthday. No, please don't. I have please. nowhere to put this thing. <laughs> yeah, you need it. It just can be the Millidite tumbling rocks in your apartment. Oh, my gosh. That Talk about staying awake. That's a nightmare. Yeah. How long? So put, put Clay Thompson in the rock tumbler. How long do you think it, do you think it takes for him to get back to 90% Clay? I'd say he's at like 75% clay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see that. When do you think he becomes 90% clay? How many months? Ooh. Like um, th- I think three. Yeah. I don't even know if we get him back. Like, I don't even know if that, if he's at hundred percent by the end of the year. No, I don't think so. I don't think he's ever, I don't think he's at hundred percent this year. If he ever gets yeah. to hundred percent, it'll be another year, but how about 90%? Yeah, he could get to 90% by the time playoffs roll around. Yeah. The thing that I was most excited about was that dunk, though, because what that dunk shows, it shows so much more than uh, than just that he can jump. It's that he's willing to take contact. He's willing to go down the lane, actually, you know, bump bodies with somebody and dunk on someone. I think that's really important. Um, he's when he made the move, when he did the crossover and I saw the lane, I would go, this is where he's supposed to dunk it. Right. Like if, if he wants to be aggressive, this is when you have to take it strong to the basket. Is that like, I knew when he was going for, I was like, Oh, it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. And the fact that he went for it, I think shows a lot for his mental state. Because I think a lot of players wouldn't be there yet. And I think the fact that he was to go for it, it's like that quarterback that has a knee injury and they take that first sack and they get it out of their system and then they're ready to play again. I thought that that was really important that he was willing to drive the basket and, and accept the chances that they're being contacted and accept the risk that takes with going to the basket that hard. Yeah. I mean, look at Hayward, how long it took him to come back from that, that yeah. leg injury. Um, so yeah, thinking back, I don't even know if Clay gets to ninety percent this year. Mm. Um, but who knows? Like I, I, I think I, I need to watch a, a couple more games when he's playing full minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we watched him a little bit against the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. and um, Grizzlies look tough, dude. I've been saying it's a good team. It's, it's a, a real good team. Jaws, Jaws, definitely on another level. He, he's made a huge step this year. 
he's dude he's yo when people say like oh they have to watch out watch out for your head or whatever ja has to watch out for his actual head because he jumps so high his head is backboard level and not oh, like he a, hit it and not like he a little the yeah. other day and also it wasn't like a little bit of backboard level it was like his eyes were hitting the backboard like insane if people haven't watched it, double hand block, unbelievable. Like yeah, he's next level athletic. Yeah, he's got some, he's got some freak athleticism. And, and it's beyond that. Like he had that coming into the league, but mm-hmm. um, you know, he he's nearly 40% on threes. I think he's like 38% Huge. on threes this year, which was kind of his biggest how thing. Does it's he like take a year. Like how many how many does I he? I think take, he's though? a decent volume shooter. If I had yeah. to guess, you know, it's probably under five threes a game, but yeah, um, I can figure that out. Uh, but yeah, Jaws made a huge step forward. That that team looks good. About a four less, game, four game, just under and five. He's, yeah, he's, and he's almost at. He's at thirty eight percent. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, so Jaws has been great. Um, I like that. That team is they've kind of reinvented the grit and grind a little bit. Um, True. just with their intensity, I, they they got some good pieces. I know they're missing someone right now. Um. They didn't have. I didn't. I didn't see who's he's. Oh, fuck. What's his name? Dylan Brooks. Yes. Is that who they're missing right now? Let me look it up. I, I think that is. That. That's it. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. That's Dylan who they're Brooks. But they didn't have Stephen Adams last night either. I don't think. No. They didn't. Yeah, I Dylan love Brooks Stephen is Adams. legit. Me too. Stephen Adams is a problem sometimes. He's not always the right person, but he is always valuable. He's not like the one person that you, I don't know. I'm just, I'm rambling, but the idea is that he's really good in specific scenarios. Uh, I don't even think specific scenarios. I think he's just like a good player. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? like yeah. he, he, he he's a great rebounder. He's a great rebounder. He doesn't mess up. Um, you know, it, it, is it hard sometimes, you know, for him to play defense, to get smaller guys, if you get switched out to him, it's like, yeah, but yeah, like, he's that's giant... literally the case for every center besides um i don't know maybe like two or three so um basically just draymond <laughs> yeah if you could even count draymond as a center you um, can't you shouldn't but. you should not even though he plays center he's not a center yeah but yeah so jaw's yeah. great uh i think the warriors need to, if they want to get i think they need to be a two or three seed i'd rather them be a two or three seed and play utah as the other two or three seed than them play phoenix or Memphis in the second round, if they, you know, barring all injuries, make it the second round, you know, the other teams I'm not as worried about, right. The top four, I think are separated themselves a pretty good amount in the West. So the worries I'd rather be a two or three seed and uh, play Utah in the second round than play against the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are a tough matchup for them specifically. Yeah. I mean, what's difficult I'd say is just like out of, out of those two is the 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 big men like the Warriors yeah. don't even though you know Rudy the, the Warriors really haven't had a ton of issues I'd say with the Jazz um, no just because they can yeah. really play him off the court where yeah. the Grizzlies they have you know Jaron Jackson um, not not a great rebounder but they got some height you know he's got height yeah um, what did you say that other team was that they 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 uh, could run into some issues against Phoenix. Phoenix. I mean, yeah, DeAndre yeah. Ayton. That that's one of those guys who can kind of play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's tough to play him off the court. So um, I'd rather just see him in the third round. You know? It's hard to match up against that size. And I think they match up well against Utah. 
So that's my opinion. All right, last thing before we head out, uh, the Raiders made the playoffs. Uh, the Bay Area has got to be so excited. <laughs> not. Nah, they're gone. They're not even in the Bay Area anymore. So sad. They're in Vegas. You must be pretty pumped, though. What were your thoughts? Dude, Did you watch I was that psyched. game? I, yeah, so I was watching most of the game. I had two screens going. I had phone screen, basketball game, TV screen, football game. Uh, and then I came home and uh, they were up by 15. I go, okay, cool. I'll like, just, you know, get ready and go from, go to bed. You know, I'm not going to pay attention. Then I check again later and I go, oh shit. It's like in overtime. What the fuck just like, what just happened? I watched like a little bit before overtime, but it was like, how did they get here? Like, this is insane. Herbert just went nutso. I'm glad I missed that part. Uh, and then I got to watch the, the end game scenario. And I was like, well, you got to go for the jugular. Like you can't, if this is an in-division rival, you don't just go for the tie. That's so stupid. And to the people that are saying that, that that timeout changed everything, it didn't change anything. It just changed maybe what play was run. They were going to run the ball and at a minimum get the tie and at the maximum get the first down. People need to be talking less about that timeout and more about how amazing Josh Jacobs' run was. That was an unbelievable third-round run unbelievable oh that draw uh no the because that was the one where he like bounced outside oh gotcha yeah you know like he like had it on the left side he bounced out i mean to get the first down it was sick i love josh jacobs he's Um, good i've been saying that for a long time i i i I always believed in josh Jacobs, and it seems like Derek carr is i know that throw he made too to get them in position though like that out route on the left side to you know zay freaking jones shout bills dude he's he needs to put some respect on Derek carr's name a little bit that team has been an absolute disaster as far as organizationally and they still made the playoffs uh he's been playing really well he's a top five passing yards guy he's i think he's a top half of the league quarterback you could easily win a championship with Derek carr i'm just saying you, if you have Derek Carr as your quarterback, you can win a championship. No, like no bar. I mean, obviously he has his limitations. No cap. Yeah. Yeah. No cap. I don't, you know, that's not me. I don't know what that means necessarily. I don't know. No bar. So <laughs> what I say, you said no bar. I don't know. Like bar none. Oh, bar none. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. Uh, maybe. All right. Keep it rolling. Uh, on my soapbox, Give me, let me get back up. Step up, step up. Um, he, just put respect on Derek Carr's name. I think he's he's a very very solid quarterback. Uh, you don't have an issue at the quarterback position if Derek Carr is who you have. He obviously led that team to the playoffs in absolute shambles with their coaches being a racist and their uh, you know number one receiver killing someone while driving 130 miles an hour, like. And to come back from that and, and win enough games to make the playoffs, and now they get to play Cincinnati instead of playing the Chiefs, that's one reason why you kick the field goal and go for the win. Second, you beat an in-division rival. And third, yeah, it's like you get to play. Like, it's just, it's, there's, it feels better. You go up on a high. Like, it's momentum. Like, there's so many reasons why you go for the win. And for them to play Cincinnati, I think they have a legit chance of moving on in the playoffs. And at that point, whoever knows. I think the NFL is the worst it's ever been, honestly. A lot of parody. 
It is a lot of parody. I think anyone well, the Packers are going to win, so it's fine. The Packers <laughs> oh will God. win the Super Bowl, and we'll just ride off in the sunset. They might, might win it this year. Yo, they might. It would be Actually, the weirdest no, year. No, let me remove the word might. The Packers are going to win Should. the Super Bowl this year. Nice. I don't know that. if they'll win, but they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. Like, you I think? think the Packers have the best team in the NFC. Mm. Uh, and people have been talking about their, like, schedule. They've played a decent amount of playoffs. And also, who cares? Everyone sucks. So, it's like, the schedule throw those out the window. There's so much things with COVID and who's not playing, who is playing, who's injured, who's not injured. They're on schedule completely. I'm, I mean, I'm out on schedule. That doesn't the matter. Packers beat the Cardinals. They beat the Rams. Uh, they lost to the Chiefs without Rodgers. Yeah. They beat the Bengals. They beat the 49ers. Like, what are people getting at? I don't know. It's like, okay, the 49ers, they're, they're, so it's one. They beat the Steelers. So that's one, two, Bengals, three, uh, Cardinals, four, uh, Rams, five, Ravens. Did the Ravens make the playoffs? Mm. no no ravens did not make the playoffs but they still beat them uh and then the browns didn't make the playoffs either but anyways that's like five playoff teams and a lot of teams that are close yeah i don't know people i think the packers could easily win it um we'll see i just hope they run the ball and i don't think it's going to be all up to rogers like all they have to Mm -hmm. do is run the ball they have a great running game you know, the gate O line back. Any, I know they had some injured. Yep, David Bakhtiari just came back. Whoa, um, huge. Yep. So he's back. He, he played, uh, he played Sunday. Okay. Uh, so, and looked pretty good in it. So, you know, no setbacks. He's going to continue to play. Uh, is it Darius Smith? Their, their, uh, best pass rusher from last year, last two years. He's coming back after back surgery. After uh, back surgery, just, which kind? <laughs> I don't know. He, he missed all 16 <laughs> games. He missed 16 straight Holy games. Shit, I think he's... he played the first week and then he hasn't played since then. Um, but he practiced today and we'll have two weeks to, to practice before his yeah, game. I mean... So even if he just comes situationally, I mean, that's another pass rusher. Um, yeah. I mean, they got a good looking team. Nice. Uh, hey, looking forward to it. Yep. All right. This one's been a fun one. I think we talked about literally everything. Mm hmm. Everything you can think that's of. gonna be the new format. That's <laughs> the new format. You guys are in for something else, and I hope you enjoy it. All right. Uh please follow us on all social media platforms. Uh you can also help us out on Patreon, patreon.com, and then search the master mediocrity. Uh we really appreciate everyone who's listening. Shout out to Iggy, shout out to Tyler Davis, shout out to Johnny Buckley. We love y'all. Um, we'll have you back on a podcast soon. Um, thanks everyone. Have a good night. Peace. Peace.